0: Hello and welcome. This is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive, and you're tuned in to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Cancer Season in 2020. This is the 30-day span of time between June 20th and July 22nd. To get the best information from your horoscope, I always recommend listening for both your sun and your rising signs. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you'd like to learn more about Cancer season and its astrology, please join me on June 21st for a live online ritual. We'll work with the astrology of the upcoming month and the powerful new moon and solar eclipse that occurs as Cancer season begins. I'll also be offering a full moon lunar attunement on July 5th with special guest Ramon Gabrieloff Parish, and we'll be exploring the astrological symbolism of uprising, social change, and transformative justice. Find more information and register at embodiedastrology.com. For day-to-day astrological guidance, check out my extended forecasts and month-ahead calendar, where I give you daily embodied prompts for working with planetary aspects and lunar cycles. Subscriptions to the month-ahead offerings are available by donation at any amount. If this work is helpful for you, the best way to support it is to share it with your friends and through your networks, and to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes podcasts. Your one-time and recurring financial donations are also so appreciated and essential in sustaining the production of this work. Hello Libra, this is your month ahead audio horoscope for cancer season in 2020. Cancer season is a powerful, powerful season this year. It is set off with a solar eclipse and new moon on the day of the solstice, the longest day or the longest night, depending on your hemisphere. It includes Mercury retrograde in Cancer, Venus station stationed direct in Gemini, Mars's entry into your opposite sign Aries, and a number of important planetary transits, So in this horoscope, I'm going to do my best to speak to the sensations that I feel as I contemplate your chart for cancer season. Um, As always, listen through your own intuition, take what works for you and leave the rest. You uh, as a Libra identified person um, are identifying with what's considered to be a cardinal sign. The cardinal signs change the seasons. So I mentioned that Cancer season begins with the solstice, and of course, your sign is a sign associated with the equinoxes. As a Libra, the equinox energy is familiar, that of balance and uh, equalness. Cancer, though, is a sign of polarity, so longest day or longest night. and Cancer reminds us of the, the need for the deep interior, for what is personal, for what is sensitive, for emotional awareness. And when we get in touch with the deep interior, when we have uh, relationships that are personal, when we are in our own subjective awareness, um, we can make incredible change in the world. And change in the world is very much an idea of what cancer represents for you, being a sign that holds the heaven of your chart, the most public, Place in the chart, the place where you come into the world as a public figure, um, where you have a career, where you are called into vocation, and where you seek to build and manifest and achieve some kind of status. So to have Cancer in this placement is a need to be of service to a relational sphere somehow, to uh, connect in from a personal place with the the world at large, to be aware of emotions and how emotions um, work for people to some extent, and to be able to work with them. So your capacity as a Libra to be a bridge builder, to be a peacemaker, to be an advocate and ally, requires your emotional adeptness and sensitivity. And in the ways that you are here to pursue manifesting in the world, you're doing some kind of work that is calling us into deeper relationship with one another, and calling us home and calling us into awareness of family. And as a Libra, what you call forth, what you bring forth, these um, notions and awarenesses of justice, of equanimity, of compromise, of collaboration, super important, right, for families (laughs) to get along with one another, super important for us as we share our home and community. So, In cancer season, I would love to encourage you to think about how you promote the values of uh, harmony, of relationship, of emotional integrity and awareness in the world. How do you talk about them? How do you live in them? How do you model them? How do you seek these kinds of experiences out in your relationships, in the context that you put yourself in? How do you seek to improve your ability um, to hold emotion, to be literate in it, to understand uh, what is going on in the personal, not just for the people around you, but also very deeply for yourself? You are transparent. And even if you are a Libra who is really good at masking yourself and performing for the perception of what you think the social wants or needs, on a certain level, we are all transparent. Our energy is clear. And if anyone is paying attention from their intuition, from their energetic and emotional alignment and literacy, they can read your energy and your emotional stance. In cancer season, this becomes clearer and clearer. You need to be in the world in a way that is emotionally aligned and energetically attuned. And there's always work that you can do there. Even if you've done this work for decades and you think you know something about it, I'm sure that you do. There's still more to do. In this season, over the course of the next 30 days, reflect on the last two years. What have you been working on in these last two years? How have you been working to develop your awareness of the needs of others and the space around you and this idea of transparency, the way that you relate from an emotional sphere, the way that you share yourself with transparency and tenderness? What have you been learning about your own um, needs for power, your own desire for control? We all have been raised in societies that really glorify power and control, specifically in ways that are competitive, that are hierarchical, that are often very violent. What we're looking at in terms of collective evolution right now is more and more people waking up to the incredibly harmful and destructive lineages of supremacy thinking, of capitalism, of misogyny. Now, these mind states are not something that we can test out of at any point. They have to be transformed through our constant attention and action. And as much as we might learn to talk about them or think that we know what they are, we've been born and raised inside of them. So we have to find where they are rooted in ourselves. We have to do the deep work of disentangling our perspectives, our communication patterns, the ways that we relate with each other, etc., What have you been learning about this in the last two years? How have you been doing this disentangling work? You may have been doing it in your family, in your home, in your immediate community, your biographical family or places of origin and lineage. You may have been working with ancestral forces of some kind or inheritances. The work that you do to be less controlling, less domineering, less fearful, Um, in the world in general, less rigid, less shut down, that work allows you to be emotionally transparent in a way that is masterful, in a way that has a natural um, capacity for leadership. And the idea that you can be a leader right now, that you can be a leader through emotional literacy, that you can be a leader who models a hierarchy, that models uh, um, a a kind of familial, inclusive, um, feminine, mothering, nurturing kind of energy, that you can be a leader who isn't fighting to assert your own point of view, but you can be a leader who is leading with others in tandem and in collaboration. These are ideas to think about right now. Because something wants to come forth in your leadership. And what that something is, is going to require you to really be attuned to yourself first and then to others and to the space around you. Now, as Venus turns direct, as it does on June 25th, you're supported to uh, continue to expand your learning, to continue to open your mind by listening to as many voices as you can and ideally listening to people who are speaking from perspectives that are not um, innate for you, that are maybe not as familiar for you. So listen to people who come from very different fields. Listen to people who represent very different identities. Listen to people who've been doing work of intersectionality and pluralism, who've been doing work in marginalized spaces, listen and communicate and connect with others. Try to listen to people who you might not immediately uh, label or judge or understand as quote unquote teachers, but you might see them more as peers or colleagues or maybe even um, someone that you might even instinctually judge as not having something to teach you listen to difference. This is such an important time in all of our lives and in our collective evolution to listen to other points of view. And Venus moving direct in Gemini is moving direct in a sign that wants us to listen, to be curious, to be open-minded. In a place in your chart that has everything to do with your potential to grow and to really live into your own potential, your own possibility, the biggest, best manifestation of who you want to be, that is going to get supported the more that you listen, the more that you engage in dialogue, in friendly conversation. Again, not trying to assert yourself, not trying to be right, not worrying about who is right but just having the conversations, being open-minded. Now, as Mars moves into Aries, this is an incredibly important idea because Aries as your opposite sign represents another. Of course, there are many others. We're always in connection with others. But Aries as your opposite sign represents specific others, important others, significant others. Who are you partnering with? Who are you collaborating with? Who are you making agreements with to be in some kind of dance in some kind of commitment for some kind of duration? Those people need you to show up to the table and work with them as an equal as a collaborator with uh, some capacity for compromise harmony. Your opposite sign takes the place of the the seventh house, Libra, as the seventh sign is naturally situated here. So as a Libra-identified person, Mars in Aries is asking you to do the work that your sign is here to do. Be relational, come into relationship beautifully. However, this transit also asks you to come forward with integrity, with courage, with confidence, with clarity in your action, and be willing to look at how you position yourself. Not to come uh, charging out of the gates, ready to go, again, asserting your own idea of where to go or how to do it, but to come with the willingness to listen, to collaborate, to move in tandem with others, to move in harmony with others, and to consider all kinds of different points of view. And I want to say that if any point of view that's being offered to you gets your back up, if you feel like irritated, frustrated, like you want to fight, that might be a point of view to give extra time to and to really work it out for yourself. Like what is it that is so bothersome and how can you, even with that bothersome, frustrating, irritating energy... Find some common ground. So, Cancer season is a time for us to be very aware of what's happening internally and what's happening externally at the same time. We need to be sensitive, we need to be attuned, we need to be listening. Um, Please join me for a brief guided meditation and embodiment to serve these ideas, these aims, and the work that I was speaking to in your chart for this month ahead. So this embodiment meditation is um, probably useful for any time. If it resonates for you, you can always come back to it. You can modify it, adapt it, and include it in whatever ways are intuitive and natural. And this is also a practice offered specifically for cancer season and the astrology of cancer season um, this year in 2020. So, this is really simple. Um, Basically, we're going to move our awareness um, between the outer layers of our bodies uh, and the inner volume of our bodies. And there's no need to know any names, um, just a need to bring your felt sense and your attention first into your skin, the most outer layer of your body And as you do that, um, notice your shape, your posture, how you're holding your body. Feel into your form as you sense and feel. Uh, Try not to judge or make any kind of statements to yourself about what you're feeling. Just be curious about it. Notice where you feel a lot of sensation, as well as where there might be some blank spots. Oftentimes, there are whole big parts of my body that are just hard to hard to sense. And that's fine. Um, just notice where they are. And then once you've brought attention to your outer body, bring attention to your inner body. And the inner body is everything inside your external layer and shape. So everything inside your skin, everything inside your skeleton. And in this inner space, we want to include, of course, all of the tissues, the fluids of the body, but also the energetic and emotional space. And then really let your awareness come into your chest and your belly. And as your awareness comes into your chest and your belly, you might notice any sensations that are present in your body. Sensations in your organs. Passing sensations like hunger, feeling your breath. And then please also notice any emotional sensations that are there, any energetic sensations that are there. And the invitation right now is for everything to be included, everything to be invited. So just as with the outer body, if you find any sensations, try not to label them or judge them, but get very curious about where they are, how they feel, and what they're expressing. Try and fill your inner body with presence. As you fill your inner body with your presence and your awareness, you can also imagine filling your inner body um, with your kind of occupation um, I don't mean your job, I mean occupying your yourself, occupying this space. And this is especially for any places that feel hidden or unseen or invisible. Any spaces that might feel collapsed or compressed or oppressed. So really let your inner body be spacious and full. And bring your curiosity, your attention, and just your loving awareness, your accepting awareness into your inner body. And again, that includes any physical sensations as well as any energetic or emotional sensations. Now, you can continue with this practice in a lot of different directions, So you could take this into movement, you could feel the way that this awareness might start to influence or even support your outer body, your posture, your form, your expression, your energy in the world. You can also take this into a deeper inquiry and exploration when you find sensations in your inner body that seem like they're rich and layered and maybe have a lot of things going on. Um, Just take some time to bring your awareness around them. Really try and listen. Listen to what you're holding. Listen to what wants to be expressed. And then follow intuitively what your inner body is asking of you. It might ask you to move. It might ask you to Take up more space. It might ask you to express a feeling. And it might just need your reflection, your witnessing, and your time. So that's it. That's the awareness practice. And try it out this month of cancer season as we go through the mercury retrograde in cancer. It's a great... um, embodiment to work with Mercury retrograde in Cancer as an energy. I'll include something similar to this and a lot of other embodiment practices in the New Moon, Solar Eclipse, and Cancer Season attunement on June 21st, and that's a live event that will also be recorded with a a longer and um, more nuanced embodiment practice for Cancer season. So if you'd like more like this, then check that out, and excerpts of that will be included in the Cancer Season Embodied Astrology podcast, Holding Space for Transformation. That comes out on June 22nd, and lots of other offerings from Embodied Astrology, including a month ahead calendar and extended forecast, are all available for you by sliding scale and donation at embodiedastrology.com. I'm wishing you all the best in cancer season and beyond. Much love and bye for now.